Good morning, Flames fans. Hello, and welcome back to Locked On Flames. I'm your host, Jess Belmosto. And for those of you who don't know me, allow me to introduce myself. Uh, I am a writer. I write for a few places, including on the forecheck, down the frozen river, and my own website, Hot Takes and Harsh Realities. And I do public relations for the Metropolitan Riveters and fan communications for the team as well. They are in the professional, sorry, Premier Hockey Federation. (laughs) And I could not be more happy to provide my services for all of these websites, including Locked On Flames. Last night was a bit of a game. Uh, The Flames lost in overtime once again to the Flyers, but it was truly one of the best tilts of the season. So let's jump right into it. Your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone. And uh, that theme song just gets me hyped. So, like, I'm sitting here, like, just, like, dancing and grooving. (laughs) But make sure you are following me on Twitter, which is, if you're watching on YouTube, right on the screen. And uh, you can find me at Jess Belmosto. But let's talk about the Flames, okay? Um, They had quite the game last night. And Oliver Shillington just continues to be on a roll now he opened up the scoring last night, and I I was asleep. I'm not going to lie. I fell asleep because <laughs> it was dark on uh, the East Coast, and um, I got a new bed set, so I, like, wrapped myself up in it, getting ready to watch the game, and then the game didn't start closer till 8, so I kind of took a nap through uh, the first period, <laughs> but uh, from what I can tell, it was a great game, or sorry, great first period, and a great goal by Shellington, you know, I, I'm not going to sit here and complain and say, you know, I wish, I wish he wouldn't shoot so much as a defenseman. No, honey, you shoot the puck as much as you want. Shoot it, do it, whatever your heart desires. Okay. <laughs> Cause that's what gets us goals. Speaking of shooting the puck, my goodness, Johnny Gaudreau had the assist, but 10, a career high career high 10 shots on goal uh last night unfortunately he did not net one his family was there it was so sweet they panned to his dad in the crowd and uh he just he was sitting there like watching so intently and I was like I love the Gaudreaux they're such a sweet family but after the game he talked to the media and basically said he's not gonna waste his family's time when they go out to see him and I think One of the really cool things is that he's able to go back home to the East Coast and play in front of his friends and family. And for those of you who are maybe new here, um, Gaudreau is from Salem, New Jersey. So they just have to take the train to Philly. And one of my friends actually texted me and was like, wait, Johnny's not from Boston? And to be honest... No, he's not, but he did go to Boston College, and that's the theme in this game is Boston College, okay? And you're going to find out why. But the Flames did dominate shots through most of the night. Um, 
I know I'm pretty sure it was going into the third period where things got a little bit uh, lopsided there, but it ended up being 43 to 34 flyers. Uh, flames just looked like they kind of ran out of gas and Oh, for two on the power play <sighs> guys, they took four penalties and just wasn't great stuff. Um, obviously you want to avoid taking penalties, but four they, so they had, um, I believe it was 12 minutes. Yeah. 12, uh, penalty minutes last night. So something I think the team needs to keep under, under six, you know, six or eight, you know, stay around that four minute region. But I just, I know this isn't a Flyers podcast, but I, I need to talk about Kevin Hayes for a minute because, uh, as a Boston girl, um, you know, born and raised, moved a year later, or a year, um, sorry, almost two years ago at this point now. But Kevin Hayes just came back. Like, this just hits home. This hits too close to home. And just everybody on Facebook was sharing it. And they, the Hayes family, man, like, everyone knows them back home. So he just came back from surgery and losing his brother. It was his second game back. And he ends up getting an equalizer, or scoring the equalizer. And his celebration was him pointing to the sky. And in the background, you can see Markstrom, like, beating himself up over it. But everyone knew, like, how special that was. And Noah Hannafin was uh, interviewed in the intermission. And he was like, you know, I'm a competitive guy, and I don't want to see him ever score on me but you know it's it's just tough and um you know I, I did I don't know if Noah and Jimmy crossed paths crossed paths at BC they might have but it's just again Noah Hannafin is a Massachusetts guy played summer league there this past summer and I'm I'm sure ran into the hazes so it's just Oh, it just makes me so emotional. And I'm sorry for talking about the Flyers, but that stuff is just, it's, that's when you know it's bigger than hockey. And then it goes to overtime and Jimmy's roommate, Cam Atkinson, uh, they were roommates at Boston College. You know, they, he scored the game winner. And that's, I don't want to call it like Angels in the Outfield if you've ever seen that movie, but man, like, that's just, it's special stuff right there. Uh, you know, it's, I think that moments like that hit you differently when you've lost someone and you're always trying to memorialize them. And, you know, with the holidays coming up, um, thoughts go out to everyone in that situation. Uh, I know I'm personally in that situation myself and I know the Strictly Hockey podcast, but um, my DMs are open if you need anyone to talk to. <laughs> but coming up next, we are going to talk more about last night's game and is Matthew Kachuk falling into old patterns. But first, let me talk to you about Built Bar. Built Bar is a delicious protein bar that will help you get through your day. Maybe we need to send some to the flames so they get through a full 60 minutes of hockey. Don't know if we can do that, but it's worth a shot. So head on over to Built.com today to look for your favorite flavors, get a variety pack, or if you already have your favorite flavor, order it right now. Head on over to built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off of your next order. And that is promo code LOCKED15 
for 15% off of your next order at built.com. Locked on Flames continues. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. So you cannot fault last night on Marky. You, you, you just can't, okay? He had 41 saved. Can you talk? 41 saves. He looked phenomenal in net. And you know what? Vladar did have the last two starts. So you know what? I'm not saying that Marky like fell out of rhythm, but you know what? Like, sometimes you just collect dust a little bit, you know? And I know if I don't go to my job for a few days, if I have a few days off, um, I kind of forget how to do some things. Not forget, but you know, it's like, oh wait, yeah, it takes a second. Um, I'm sure it's very different when you're a professional athlete, though. He it just he looked fantastic out there. I'm not even gonna lie. I think I think we should start calling him Magnet Marky or Marky the Magnet because his he knows where that puck is 99% of the time and he is on it he I just there was a few that save that he had against um Giroux and or Giroux and um Coutier I almost like threw up <laughs> He looked so good. And uh, there was, I think it was the Coots goal or shot where he like deked out Good Branson and Good Branson's just like really upset. And I was like, well, you're lucky you have Markstrom in there. And, uh, you know, I think that Marky doesn't get enough appreciation. And maybe it's because we finally have a goalie tandem. I told y'all on Twitter heading into this season that the Flames had something to be excited about. And people were like, he hasn't even played a regular season game yet. I don't know why you're hyping him up. Because I watched him. I watched him through his development in the AHL. Like, I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm talking about. Don't write me off. So the Flames goaltending tandem is something to be excited about. It is something that you need to appreciate after not having a goaltending tandem for the longest time. I grew up spoiled rotten in Boston, okay? I had Tim Thomas, and then I had Tuka Rask, okay? And, like, Tuka always had a solid backup for the most part. And then, you know, right now they're kind of struggling. But now it's on you guys. The Flames have a phenomenal tandem. So, eat it up, okay? Just eat it up. It's that easy. (laughs) But something else, something else I noticed last night, oh man, okay, I, I don't want to word this the wrong way because it's not um, my intention by any means, but Matthew Kachuk has not looked too hot out there the last few nights. He, um, oh, hmm. been the turnover king okay he has turned over a lot a lot of turnovers I don't know the numbers off the top of my head but recently he has been uh very guilty of turning over the puck and then sometimes they turn into goals and Sean Monahan actually had I believe it was Sean Monahan he had a nasty turnover in the like, literally to start the game off. And 
thankfully the play was blown dead. Um, I think it was for icing, but regardless, it was just, it was bad. And you don't want that from your top line winger. You don't want that from any of your wingers, but especially someone who is out there um, more than likely going up against your opponent's top line. It's just not something we want to see. And something else I did notice was how high Kachuk's emotions were. And I I don't know what it was. I I truly don't. I don't have any magic answer. But he looked pretty upset all through the night. And I don't know if he was, like, just trying to get under their skin and to, um, you know, call, like, to force a penalty or something. But just didn't. Didn't look too hot over there. So we'll have to um, keep an eye on that. But it was honestly kind of giving me the vibes of the, oh my goodness, the Jake Muzzin incident where he was just like, I hate saying like too emotional, but he wasn't able to contain his frustrations and it just didn't really look that that good for Kachuk. And uh, last thing we want is to have a divide in the locker room again. So, uh, we're just going to have to keep an eye on that because I, I think that Kachuk, I mean, it honestly could have just been one game. It could have just been one game where he was, you know, ebbing and flowing and his emotions were high and I don't think that he's someone who likes losing. Uh, can't really blame him there, but uh, it, it just, it wasn't great. It just, I, he could have just been trying to get under their skin. He could have just been frustrated with losing. So we're going to have to see what, uh, he, what, what Buffalo has in store. Sorry, I have not finished my cup of coffee yet. <laughs> so, uh, Buffalo is our next opponent and we're going to talk a little bit about Buffalo, uh, in the final segment of the show. But first, Let's talk about BetOnline AG. BetOnline AG is your go-to place for online sports betting. They have everything you need for um, props, updates, odds, anything like that. And it is your go-to place for online sports betting. So head on on over (laughs) to BetOnline today to sign up for a free account. And of course... Get that 50% welcome bonus when you use promo code locked on after your first deposit. So all you have to do is sign up for a free account, make your first deposit, and use promo code locked on for that 50% welcome bonus. And you can sign up today. And this is just your friendly reminder to subscribe to Locked On Flames wherever, wherever you get your favorite podcasts, which should be Locked On Flames in my humble opinion. The Flames are off today, and they are off to Buffalo. I am on the other side of New York, in eastern upstate New York, and it is currently 33 degrees. It snowed a little bit yesterday, so I can only imagine how things are looking in Buffalo. But one thing that the Flames are running into is hot goaltenders, and I'm not talking about looks, okay? I'm talking about them being on fire. And, <laughs> oh boy. Um, <laughs> you know, one thing is 
that Carter Hart is one of the best goaltenders in the league, if not the best goaltender in the league at the moment. So it is something that we have to watch and prepare for. And let me run through the um, stats from Dustin Tokarski. Um, Sorry, I'm just pulling it up. So last night against Pittsburgh, it was a win. (laughs) He had uh, one goal against, saved 45 shots with a 978 save percentage. And he has been looking really, really good these last few games that he started for Buffalo. I think Buffalo has kind of gotten themselves into a rhythm. Uh, I think that I don't seem like there's a chip off their shoulder because it's not their fault that, like, it's not the players' fault that Jack Eichel, like, went through that whole thing. And I'm sorry, I'm just trying to pull up the uh, stats from last night's game. But, you know, my, my little uh, favorite now Buffalo Sabres, is Anders Bjork. He uh, was traded for Taylor Hall in last year's trade deadline. So he's someone to keep an eye on. Uh, Jeff Skinner. Honestly, completely forgot that Jeff Skinner was still in Buffalo. But he had three shots on goal last night. Uh, I'm trying to see who actually scored last night for... Where? Okay. Sorry. Uh, Colin Miller and Kyle Ocaposo. So, uh, you know, those are obviously players to keep your eye on. I think Rasmus Dahlin, obviously. Uh, Dylan Dylan Cousins, I think, is like, should be number one on your list. Because he is, obviously, he's a problem. I feel like every time I watch the Sabres or like Sabres highlights, his name is always there. And you just, you don't want to let them get too high. You don't want them to get too comfortable. I think that the Atlantic division, they're, they're six in the Atlantic. Okay. Um, honestly, as you can tell, I have not been paying attention to where, to like my favorite team, like the Bruins. I haven't been paying attention to the, uh, standings. So the Sabres are currently sixth in the Atlantic and the flames are one, two, our third. Okay. Anaheim is in first. This is not something I saw ever saw coming, but okay. So obviously the flames have a little bit of, you know, work cut out for them. I think that they need to continue to strive and offensively. I think that they are thriving offensively, but just not enough. And, you know, like I mentioned the other day, you have to play that full 60. If it means turning the intensity down a little bit to get you through, that's fine. Do that. But right now the Flames are currently 8, 3, and 5 with 21 points through 16 games played. You know, five overtime losses, not great. (laughs) That's certainly not good. I don't think anyone else... Yeah, no one else in the Western Conference has that many. The Flames lead the league with overtime losses. That's bad. I just, oh my God. 
Wow. Okay, that is not good. But that's something to uh, continue to work on. And I think I think that the Flames are still the Flames are still playing good hockey. Like there's no there's no doubt about that. But it's also just like get it together a little bit. So we'll have to see how Thursday goes against Buffalo. And of course, will they don't play till uh, Saturday or Sunday after that? I don't think. Let me see because I know I'm going to the. No, they do play Saturday. That's why they do because it's another back to back. Okay, um, I'll be at the game on Sunday, and I'm going to keep reminding you all that I'm going to the game because I'm so excited to be back at TD Garden after like 700 days to see the Bruins, of course, and then the flames duh okay so thank you all so much for tuning in to locked on flames i'm your host jess belmosto and you can follow me on twitter at jess belmosto it is on the twitter screen or you can uh i'm pretty sure it's linked in the youtube description so i will catch you all later Bye bye